All nature is but art, unknown to thee. All chance, direction, which thou can't see. All discord, harmony, not understood. All partial evil, universal good. And spite of pride, in erring reason's spite, one truth is clear. Whatever is, is right. Alexander Pope Welcome to the Citizens of the Globe podcast, where we not only embrace, but encourage change in our environment, in our bodies, in our minds, and in our souls. My name is Michael Maltez, and I aim to break down the borders we create in our minds, one meaningful conversation at a time. Okay, so today, admittedly, I don't have an outline for the episode other than a few quick notes I wrote down to keep me on track a little bit, but nothing as extensive as the episodes that have come before this. And the reason being is because I honestly just needed some time to feel, and that's something that's really hard for me because I'm a person who fills my brain with a bunch of knowledge throughout the day so I don't have time to stop and think and feel. Sometimes it's just go. Well, not sometimes, it's all the time like that. And so right now I just needed to shut down that part of my brain and tap into some emotions, which has been good. Despite all that, I still wanted to create. I didn't want to just leave the podcast hanging because it's important to me and you guys listening are important to me. Also, in my personal constitution, I wrote to be consistent in my current ambitions, and this is part of consistency, right? Just getting out there and doing it, even if it's not going to be perfect. And that's something I also struggle with, but who doesn't, right? Okay, now that that's out of the way, let's get into some of the content of this episode, which is going to be a more in-depth dive about something we talked about last week, which is neuroplasticity. So where I'm going to be pulling the content for this episode from is primarily my cognitive psychology class where I learned all about neurons and a TED talk by Sandrine Thurit, who is a neuroscientist and she does all the brain stuff. Interestingly enough, though, I was watching a video and there is this girl talking about her depression and she says something like, you know, guys, I hate to be that person because this is the exact kind of thing I would hate to hear when I was depressed. But I started running and eating right. And that shit works. And I busted out laughing because if you've ever felt anything close to depression, you know you hate hearing that, right? Or like anxiety. Well, just stop feeling anxious. You can't just stop feeling anxious and running doesn't get rid of depression. But maybe it does. And that's what we're going to be talking about in this episode. But before we get there, we do need to get a basis in neurology, a very basic understanding. Um, so what's a neuron? Well, you can think of neural networks as highways for the brain. They transmit information to and from different locations of the brain, and eventually, through the nervous system, they go down to your toes, 
and your limbs and your fingers and all those different phalanges, they are highways for impulses that control everything we do. All we are are essentially neural networks. That's how we perceive the world. That's how we understand the world. That's how we communicate. It's all through neural networks. Well, those neural networks are composed of neurons, and neurons are brain cells. Simply, there are three parts that you need to know about a brain cell or a neuron. There's the cell body. Attached to the cell body are dendrites, which are little like tree or finger-like phalanges that come off of the cell body. And then there's an axon, which is like a tail on the other end of the cell body. And it's long, and at the end of that tail, there's these things called terminal buttons. Basically, those terminal buttons attach to the ends of the dendrite of the next neuron. So, if you're thinking in a linear fashion, you start with one neuron. On the left end, you have dendrites connected to a cell body. Then you continue to go to the right, you have your tail, which is the axon, and at the end of that axon are terminal buttons, which connect to the next neuron's dendrites. And that's what creates this neural network. It's just this chain of neurons, and they get longer, more complex as we get older, and some of them get snipped off in that process called synaptic pruning, what we were talking about last episode. They also don't get more complex in a way. They might simplify and become more efficient rather than complex, if that makes sense. Okay, now we have a basic understanding of what a neuron is and what neural networks are. How does this help us? Well, in the TED Talk I had mentioned earlier by Sandrine Thurit, she recounts a conversation with a doctor who was having some difficulties with cancer survivors who were struggling with depression. He didn't know what to tell them or how to treat them. And Sandrine Thurit suggests that, well, maybe it's the medicine, the medicine that kills the cancer cells, also prevents neurogenesis or neuroplasticity, meaning the new creation of new brain cells, new neurons. And the cancer doctor goes, wait, what? These are adult patients. These aren't kids. They're not creating new neural networks and they're not, they're not making more neurons. And she goes, that's what we thought before, but since the 1960s, we've actually been learning more and more that neurogenesis happens throughout the lifespan. And it does slow down with age, but well into adulthood, are you creating more neurons? And this is where things get interesting. Because we then turned our sights to people suffering with depression. See, people suffering with depression are observed to have less neurogenesis occurring in their brains, specifically the hippocampus, which deals with learning and memory. Then we started looking at people taking antidepressants. What we found was that antidepressants promote new neurons being created. They promote neurogenesis. And those people with an increase in neurogenesis 
also saw an improvement in symptoms of depression. So when you put it all together now, cancer patients, to get rid of their cancer, took medicine that decreased the amount of neurogenesis happening, and those patients were depressed. On the flip side, people suffering with depression taking antidepressants saw an increase in their neurogenesis and an improvement in the symptoms of their depression. And so now, this is the amazing thing, because if antidepressants increase neurogenesis and that improves the symptoms of depression, well, what else increases neurogenesis? And that's what we've been studying from here on out. We know that learning in the form of reading, school, hands-on learning, any way you can flex that brain muscle increases neurogenesis. Running was observed to increase neurogenesis in rats by our friend Rusty Gage, who we had met last week. Sleeping, getting a good night's sleep, increases neurogenesis. Sex, eating foods like blueberries, dark chocolate, salmon for those omega-3 fatty acids and, and the chocolate and blueberries, the flavonoids. These foods increase neurogenesis. They keep you healthy, not only in your body, but in your mind. Now, some of the things that decrease neurogenesis, sleep deprivation, a sedentary lifestyle, eating fatty foods, abusing drugs, alcohol, or cigarettes, they reduce the amount of new brain cells that you create. So that TikTok had some truth. Running and eating right really does improve your symptoms of depression. That's amazing. If your mind isn't blowing, well, man, you're a tough person to blow your mind because my mind is blowing and I already knew this. <laughs> Saying it out loud just blows my mind again. It sounds so simple and you might not believe me, so I implore you to do the research on your own and I'll link to the, to the TED Talk in the description. Okay, so I know I told you guys that I would talk about mirror neurons this week, but this kind of took precedent. I think it's a more linear path to getting and building up to mirror neurons, but there is some interesting stuff I will be talking about involving cats, some dudes named Hubble and Weasel, and a neuroscientist named Rama Chandran. I hope I didn't butcher that. But go run. Go eat some good food. Because it can really have an effect on your health and your mental health. I'll see you guys next week. Until then, I hope you continue to create the day that you want.